0: Hey guys, what's up and God bless and welcome back to Hope Ministries. I'm your podcast host, as always, Kenny. Excited to bring you a brand new episode, new content that will help you get through your day, your week, whatever it is that you're going through with your walk with Christ. I'm happy the Holy Spirit brought you here. And I'm also very excited because today I get to welcome a special guest that still holds my record for most plays of all time. And uh, he does it obviously with some plomb because he almost he beat my wife to get the best possible <laughs> ratings of an episode. And um, Frank Palacios from Miami is joining us today, and we're gonna be talking about a lot of things. But Frank, real quick, just uh, tell the people who you are, even though we all know who you are.
1: <laughs> um. Well, thank you, Kenny. It is such an honor. I love being a part of this podcast. I love what you do. I love the messages that you're able to bring to the people, and I'm really excited for what we're going to be talking about today. I know we mentioned briefly um, about a dream that the Lord gave to me and some little tips that I wanted to give to people that I feel like would help um, up their prayer life a bit, yep. And uh, but I'm really excited for what's about to happen today.
0: I, I am too, man. Honestly, the last time we did this, it was pretty surreal. Mm-hmm. Um we spoke about your testimony, which yeah. a lot of people were like, Whoa,
1: like I did not know. And then that, you that... started having memories right. as we were doing the podcast. I kind of just jumped in
0: and kind of like trumped your testimony. Awesome. <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> just... No, honestly, it was uh, very special. I had people actually reach out to me personally mm-hmm. um, and say, Wow, like uh, Frank's word, his whatever he shared that day mm-hmm. was something that ministered me, you know. And I think for a lot of the special guests that I bring on, it's why the whole goal is that. Like, yeah. not so much that, like, oh, yeah, special guests, we can do whatever we want. It's more of, like, you know, this is going to be a mess going to impact you. So today, guys, you know, I usually do, like, updates and announcements and everything. Tonight is our Crave Night. Um, unfortunately, it's too late to register, but I want to let you guys know we'll be on on YouTube, mm-hmm. possibly Facebook. Uh, Frank who's also going to be doing this podcast. will be leading our Crave Night uh, Frank, you might not know this, but mm-hmm. our grave nights are not run this way. Um, we actually just do straight-up worship and let the Holy Spirit move. You, my friend, are actually the <laughs> first person ever uh, to come in here and to share an actual message on our grave night. But the reason behind that is that it's also timely. Yeah. It's not so much like uh, stopping the the fluidity of what we do. It's just actually a, a growth of it, you know, mm. an expansion of it, so to speak. So. We're excited for that, guys. If you are available to to log in around 6 to 6.30 p.m., we'll give you guys a countdown and everything. But Frank will be giving a word, Holy Communion as well. So if you have to get the supplies now, run to the supermarket. But that's for later on. For right now, we're going to get into a dream that Frank had. He shared this with me. I remember the time when you shared mm-hmm. it with me and I was in Friday service during worship and I'm trying to worship like God uh-huh. like and do sound and read your text message. Uh-huh. So I'm just like, this is amazing, but so is this <laughs> and I, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to, to, yeah. what to commit to. But what's crazy was that it's very um, it's just it's just everything we're going through, mm-hmm. it's just relevant. Yeah. You know and I think that um, if you're listening to this right now, understand that the dream you're about to hear and the breakdown of it, Is something that's gonna really impact, uh, I believe, your walk with Christ from now until his return or until we go see him. So, Frank, obviously I built this up. Um, Please share this dream um, that God gave you. And uh, yeah.
1: Definitely. Before I forget, I do wanna mention. Um, I am excited that what's going to happen tonight is going to be recorded and on the YouTube channel. What exactly is the name of the YouTube channel?
0: Uh, Our YouTube channel, if I'm not mistaken, is True Encounter. I think we have a couple of them we're going to come up with. But we're also working on our restream so we can Mm -hmm. do multiple streaming at at once. But uh, right now, YouTube is a primary one. But um, yeah.
1: The reason why I say that is because, like you were saying, this is such a timely moment. And um, what I really feel what's going to happen tonight is that people are going to have an encounter with Jesus himself. And that, if anything, I feel is going to really cause the worship to be so much deeper for the following Crave Night. So I'm very excited for that. And and before I forget, I do want to mention to you listener if you have a testimony at the end of this podcast please reach out to Kenny please reach out to me you're the reason why I'm excited to do this you're the reason why I'm sitting here why I want to share these things because I want to see that what happens here today marks something in your life so before we get into the dream um, I just want to make a quick prayer for you the listener so Heavenly Father wherever this listener is right now in the name of jesus lord i pray that you manifest yourself holy spirit give them discernment give them revelation to understand what exactly is that they are listening to right now father whether they are in their kitchen whether they are at work whether they are in their car or in their bedroom. Father, I pray that you manifest yourself and be with them in this moment. And I pray, Lord, that you show them how truly deep your love is for them and how much you want to be with them. So amen. Let's get into the dream. Yes. So a few months ago, um, the Lord woke me up from a very, very vivid dream. It seemed so real to me. And I'm going to do my best to describe this in such a way that you guys can understand what I'm saying. In the dream, it started with me in my car. I felt a lot of panic. There was so much going on around me. Um, It literally looked like the whole sky was just gray, everything was dark, cars were honking, people were just leaving their cars in the middle of the street, and so all of a sudden, I had to, I just left my car there in the middle of the street, and I knew in the dream, I was just trying to get to my friend's house. I don't know who the friend was in the dream, but all I remember is I'm trying to see my friend, I'm trying to race to my friend's house in the middle of this panic in the middle of everything that's going on so I first cut through a high school I left my car there's chaos everybody's screaming on the outside and I cut through the field of this high school to get to the other side to get to my friend's house as I'm cutting through the high school running I just see kids sitting on benches sitting in their tables with their little groups of friends just framed to their phone just mesmerized by their phone and i remember looking at them as i'm running and just thinking what are they doing why aren't they moving they literally look hypnotized almost by their phones and i just ran and i'm like i need to get to my friend i can't do this i need to get to my friend's house it's almost as if they had no idea what was going on around them the high schoolers i didn't care my focus, my friend, I have to go, I'm running. So I cut through the street and then in the dream, my friend lived behind a business building. So in my mind, I cut through the business building and I'm walking in through this giant, elegant lobby filled with businessmen, filled with secretaries, everyone's in their suits, everybody's holding a briefcase or has a folder in their hand or moving with like laptops and different things. It's an office and I'm running through it like a maniac trying to get to the other side. And I just remember looking around and I'm running through the office and not one person noticed me. Not one person noticed that I was running through this office building the businessmen were doing their businesses, the secretaries were organizing things, and nobody even cared to look up. So I just kept running. I leave the building, and I know that my friend's house is only a few blocks away. That's what I felt was happening in the dream at the moment. So I'm running through, and then all of a sudden, as I get closer to my friend's house as I'm running this giant angel i know it was an angel just because i've had experiences with them in the past i know kind of like the silhouette of how they look i was able to identify that that's what it was a massive tall angel stood before me and literally stopped me just a few steps and i want to i want you to understand this i was literally maybe 10 steps away from my friend's front door. And the angel stopped me right in front of me and said, we have to go. And I was just pleading, I need to get to my friend. And all I remember it saying was, we are here for the children of God. All of a sudden, everything began to get darker around me, almost like this dark fog was pretty much surrounding the entire neighborhood and i looked around me and all i saw was little um lights everywhere in like within the fog there was just lights and i knew i was able to discern that those lights were the children of god there was lights beaming off them and i woke up and i began to pray and i was trying to ask the lord what is it that you're trying to say? What is it that you want to share with me, Holy Spirit, in regards to this dream? And I was as I was just meditating on it, there were several things that I felt. One is that we are getting closer to that time where Jesus is going to return one day for his bride. Two is one of the greatest weapons that the enemy is using, especially on our nation, is distraction. Mm -hmm, Just anything and everything that he can use, young people are distracted on their phones. Young people are distracted on social media. And I'm not going to lie. I'm young too. I love social media. I have Instagram and I have all those things, but I need to discipline myself to know you know when to put things aside and when I need to give my time to God. I have to be, I have to be sensitive to God and know when, you know, everything has its time. And when it comes to the businessmen, that really impacted me because I'm all about business. I love business, and let's be honest, money does make the world go round. Correct. And money is important for ministry. Um, it's important to. You know, you can shake up an entire community with a money. a resource, yeah. Exactly. And um, I'm all about business, but when I saw that in the dream, I was just realizing, man, sometimes people, we're so focused on business, and sometimes we even do things in our own strength that we forget God. We forget that he's trying to get our attention, and I just felt like that distraction was operating in different ways areas of people's lives even in our lives sometimes and that's something i was praying for and more than anything what i really felt at the end was this yes the dream does have evangelism involve the importance of evangelism but what i felt specifically in my spirit at that moment is now is a time where we must be praying for our friends we must be praying for our families without ceasing this is a time where God is preparing us and he's calling you you specifically listener if you're listening to this I don't think it's a coincidence that you're listening to this God knew that you were going to be there right where you are listening to this podcast and he wants to tell you it's time to make prayer on importance make prayer something that is non-negotiable in your life and in your schedule i was talking with my friend robertson this morning and the more you get to know god the more you get to know his presence the more you get to know the person of the holy spirit because he is a person he does have feelings he is sensitive when he walks into the room there's peace There is joy. He's kind. There's characteristics about him. And you can learn more about him by simply reading the word, by simply reading about Jesus. I don't want to get too deep into the Holy Spirit, but if you want to know how to hear him more clearly, you have to read about him to learn who is the voice that you're listening to, the voice of the Holy Spirit. And um, it really is a time to pray. And what I was saying was, I was telling my friend, Robertson, that I've gotten to a point where the level of intimacy that I have with the Holy Spirit, I know too much. I know way too much, and it's gotten to the point where prayer, for me, is not just something I do to feel good. It's not just something I do to stand right with God. It's literally life for me. I can't not pray for days because if not, I become vulnerable and I don't want to to say that I'm afraid of the devil because obviously I'm not. God didn't call us for that. He's given us authority and the devil has no new tricks but I have a respect for him because he is persistent and he will never stop And because of that, because I know that I must be praying, I must be covering myself, I must be covering my family, if not I put myself in a vulnerable position. And the last thing I ever want is to give the devil the pleasure to see me down. And even if I do fall, thank God there is grace that all I have to do is grab a hold of him, and he will pick me up quickly and... I do want to get into three specific tips on prayer that I really want to get into.
0: Before we get into that, yeah. um, I do want to break down what you said, because I love that you use the word vivid, because you've explained this dream now three times, and neither the three times, every single time is the same exact way you explained it, you know? Mm-hmm. I, you ever talk to somebody and they explain something again, but it's like a whole <laughs> different twist to it, right? It's like you create a whole different plot, you know? but You know, tapping into the distractions, Mm -hmm. um, I think that is the only tool the enemy can really use, you know, to to take us out. And if we aren't aware every single day that our relationship with God is the most important thing, we will fall susceptible to distractions. And a lot of people, they hear the word distractions, and they're kind of like, oh, like, so like watching too much TV or like, you know, um, talking to people. Honestly, distractions can be very small. Distractions could be you choosing to pump your body with sugar in the morning and then having the whole day and then having a sugar crash and then getting more sugar. That could be a simple distraction. There could be distractions of relationships, distraction of money chasing, of people pleasing, so many different things that we're looking into. And in this dream, it's kind of surreal that the angel looked at you and said, time's up. And like... you know obviously we're living in a pandemic and covid took place and people have lost their lives and it's sad to see a lot of people especially in, in the churches and the body of christ lose loved ones but i think when we look at death or our i guess the end of our existence here on earth we don't really think about that too much we kind of think like that we're like we're immune until we're not <laughs> you know it's like oh it's never gonna happen to me until one day your body becomes feeble you know and these distractions basically lead us to live a life of a roller coaster of emotions you know, when I'm fine with God, then it's okay. I'll go back to my distractions. And when I feel bad again, I'll come running back to God. But what if God is saying, I'm not so much after you to come back to me when you're falling in temptation. I want you with me at all times. And I really feel the church nowadays has been heavily distracted. Um, There are a lot of civil wars happening in church, Uh, battle between young adults and elders, battle Mm -hmm. between um, two young people who want to you know, get the the title, so to speak, um, battle between a father and son, mother and daughter, all these things happening. And I think it's led the church to be distracted. Um, we're jumping on racism. We're jumping on um, the next movement, political agendas. And God's sitting there like, why are you guys falling in these distractions? Why are you guys? And on top of that, we haven't even gotten into the whole, the, like you said, with the young people glued to their phones. I mean, everyone's on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Everyone's on Facebook. I mean, I'm sure you and I can attest to this. Yeah. There was times where. You're talking to someone, and for some odd reason, you go to your phone and scroll for two seconds and close it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, why? <laughs> like, Why did I just do that? And addictions are that ridiculous. They're mm-hmm. they're so crazy where they grab your attention. You're like, oh, let me break it. But then an hour later or 10 minutes later, you're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So if we continue to be distracted and not listen to what God wants to do, this is one more thing I want to tap into before we get into the second part of this podcast. Um, I think sometimes we substitute good works for obedience. Mm-hmm. So I'll do a bunch of good things. I'll go to church. I'll tithe. I'll pray for people. uh, I'll go to Bible study. I'll contribute to the youth and whatever. But then I go back to do my own thing. And I consider that, that Lord, this is what you want. That's why the word says that it's not sacrifice that I I desire. I desire obedience, you know. And I think this generation, if we remove the distractions, we'll actually see the Lord manifests the way when he walked here, when he Mm -hmm. went from place to place with a purpose. It was aimless, but there was also aim, you know? So it's like, I think a a, a church that's unhindered, that's not distracted, will bring back those times where we find the leper hiding in the woods, Mm -hmm. where we find the broken soul in a basement, where we find the person who's struggling struggling with drug addictions, you know, in wherever they are in an alley. I feel like that's where God is trying to lead these people. But we think like, doing a charitable donation mm-hmm. online yeah. everyone can see we think that going online and praying for people there is, is sufficient we believe um even just submitting to what certain ideologies and politics that this world teaches us is what god wants to yeah. do but i love how he says that as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my thoughts higher than yours and we have to realize that we're serving a kingdom you know we're not served we're not like you know Okay, God, I'll come back here and do what you want. No, we're in a kingdom. Yeah. And if you've ever seen a kingdom run, I, I love history. And kingdoms were very, like, strict and <laughs> punctual. Like, kings did not mess around back in the day. I mean, you guys heard of guillotines, right? Like, yeah. you messed up with the king, the king's like, all right, you're done. I'm getting the next person in line. So I feel like not so much I'm trying to pick God as that, but I'm saying a kingdom is serious. Yeah. A kingdom doesn't just come here to push um, an every now and again agenda. Like, what does Jesus say? It suffers violence, and it's the violent ones that, that push it forward. It's the ones who really are connected with me that advance the kingdom. So, you know, for those listening to that dream, I do I do hope, and I pray it's a wake-up call for you. I hope that uh, maybe you've been kind of sitting stagnant. Maybe you've uh, been going to church and running through the motions, and you're kind of feeling like there's got to be more to this. And maybe this dream awakens that. Maybe this dream brings back that passion, brings you back to your first love, brings you back to the moment where it's like, you know what? I no longer want to be distracted. And I think a prayer we can get from this that you guys can take your into, your into your own intimacy, and we'll learn more about prayer in a second. But, you know, go in there and say, Father, just reveal my distractions. I think sometimes we go there and we say, God, like, help me get through the season or mm-hmm. give me the finances that I need. How about, like, God, show me what's distracting me. Even mm-hmm. if it's against my will and I hate it, show me. Because I want to make sure that if I'm listening to you and we're on the same page, that I'll be willing to get rid of said distraction no matter how close it is to me. Mm -hmm. Right now, I feel in my heart as I say that, um, that boyfriend, that girlfriend, it's a distraction. That job that's making you work Sundays and on your young adult days, whether it's Wednesday, Tuesday, whatever day you do it, that's a distraction. Um, That day, that that thing you're doing that's stopping you from going to fellowship with your brothers and sisters, that's a distraction. And maybe you've been waiting for an answer, maybe you are waiting for clarity and say, God, how do I handle this? Sometimes, guys, it's not so much about waiting what the world wants to do in your situation. It's about you jumping in your situation and executing. Some people have to say, you know what, boss? Thank you for the opportunity, but I can't work this job if you're going to have me work this day. Some young adults have to get back to the point where it's like, you know what? I know y'all want to do this. You want to party? But I'm not about that life. I want to do things this way. Mm -hmm. You have to be bold. In order to stop distractions, you have to stand up to people who are submitted and almost uh, intoxicated by distractions. So, i think as we move forward um a church that really truly wants to be cleansed of distractions the church that forgives a church that has mercy a church that understands that respects that honors you know that's a word honor that no one really uses anymore we don't really honor god we just give him the scraps of our time but honoring god honoring anything is giving the first fruits honoring god is giving him exactly what he desires so you know frank thank you for sharing that dream and it impacts me every single time we get into that and talk about that um you know for those listening right now i do want to kind of segue into what we're going to do here now and frank has actually presented some some pretty powerful prayer tips it's amazing because last um, month in march we talked about practical prayer and I we spoke about that. that i saw yeah that and it's, it's pretty cool because like how it all kind of built up mm-hmm. and i feel like um even though you were kind of a month delayed we're not going to be i think you're on time and on schedule mm-hmm. i think this is going to be very effective to your everyday life, you know. So if you're listening right now, take out a pen, take open up your Bible, um, take out a notepad, and write these down. And don't just write them down and put them back in your desk and you know, put them away mm-hmm. forever. Don't let them collect dust. Actually implement these things because this month we're talking about implementation, mm-hmm. impartation. So yeah. what you're gonna hear here, take it and really run with it. Yeah. And not because Frank is someone almighty. Frank is just connected with the Holy Spirit and he wants to share. Mm-hmm how he has grown in relationship with him. So, Amen. Frank, what are these, these, these prayer tips that we can start putting into our everyday lives?
1: Well, these are very, very practical things. Um, if anything, these tips are for you to kind of change your perspective in how you pray. Hmm. And if you apply this into your life and if you truly try to practice this and implement it on your daily prayer life. I promise you something is going to change. Something is going to change in your prayer life. Mm. The first one that I really want to get into and and please as you're listening to me don't just listen with your mind, but try to hear it with your heart. Yes. The first one that I want to talk about is you must have your heart in the right place, as you pray, yep. your heart must be submitted and like tuned into the Holy Spirit, tuned into God, hmm. submerged, surrendered to God, if you want your prayers to pass the ceiling.
0: Um, Real quick, where did you? When did it reveal to you? That heart posture is such an important part to what how we connect with God. I'll tell you.
1: I'll tell you. There was. I'll never forget this experience. I was actually in Tampa mm. at a French church, and there was all these um, awesome leaders. Elders that went and they were declaring into the <laughs> atmosphere and pulling down heaven, heaven and, and putting emphasis and bass in the sound of their <laughs> voice when they declared and decreed the word of the Lord yes. over their city and nation. <laughs> and I've been trained to do that. I've been. Oh, we know, can see that. And I, uh, you know, I. It's so crazy because. I'll, I'll, I'll mention this point after, but I saw these elders doing that. And to be honest, I didn't feel the presence of God. Wow.
0: You saw like the, the emphasis, I mean, yeah. the, the empowerment of men.
1: And it really shook me up and it kind of put a fear of God in me at that moment mm-hmm. because I realized I have been trained and I know how to make my prayer sound powerful. Sometimes right. people just want to hear something right. that sounds good to activate their own faith. Yeah. But when the person is praying has their heart in tuned, it adds such a level of power and presence to the prayer itself. And it kind of shook me up because like I was saying, I've been trained for this and it just marked me to not allow myself to become kind of like a machine.
0: I call them pr- I call it. them prayer traps. They went trips. so what happens is you're praying and like you really feel the full yeah. of the Holy Spirit, but uh-huh. that went of I was like, Hallelujah! And then, like, you get like that like yeah. juice flowing, right? And then someone else was like, Woo! And then you're kind of like, Oh, we're going there now, oh, you know? Exactly. So, like, I think keeping that, like, mm-hmm. avoiding that, being yeah. like, No, nah, Lord, let's stay locked in and yeah. go from there. But
1: <laughs> so I saw them do this again, I didn't feel the presence of God, and then all of a sudden, the last person to pray was this, they just gave the mic just I don't know why but to this little girl and you, I, you close it out <laughs> I don't even think she was 10 honestly but she had enough understanding to know who she was talking to and man I feel the presence of God just talking about this oh, she knew who she was talking to and she just got up on that mic and all she said was Jesus, I love you, Jesus. Please come. We want to be with you. Let your presence come. And just thinking about it, like, when I heard the sound of that little girl's cry, it came from her heart. And all of a sudden, I just felt the spirit of God. It wasn't even like the spirit of God bombarded that place. It it wrecked me when I heard that little girl because it came from the heart. That's why it's so important to anyone that prays, whether it's for your family personally, whether you're on a mic, it doesn't matter. Your heart needs to be in tune with it. And it keeps you, having your heart in the right place also keeps you humble as well, knowing who you're speaking to, knowing who you're speaking sometimes on behalf of. You know it's very very important to make sure that your heart is in the right place you know i
0: i think just to, because that is honestly a great illustration of it i feel like a lot of times we kind of talk to god based on our relationships here on earth with people so sometimes with your mom and dad or your elder or your uncle whatever it is you're you're kind of like talking in a certain tone to get their attention mm-hmm. because sometimes young adults feel like we have to deepen up the voice and they use a big boy you in know, the vocabulary and everything and we come to the throne room like that and we're expecting God to be like, well, move like my dad moves, yeah. you know? But if you realize how mighty he is, mm-hmm. it's funny, as your words are coming out, his focus is right on your heart. So it's like, we're trying to like, speak not like deceiving but like we're just trying to express things that he knows that we're yeah. not really about you know or like, we're just trying to sugarcoat things that's what he even says it they like, yeah. don't pray like the pagans do on mm-hmm. street corners they've received their full reward you know i know what yeah. you have i know what's in there already yeah. you know and that that verse alone that passage like always gets me mm-hmm. it's like come to me just the way you are mm-hmm. and speak to me the way you are and yeah. and i think that little girl just he showed
1: that and it's so crazy I wasn't even gonna share this but man like I didn't want to really talk too much about like guilt and how guilt is something that sometimes separates us from praying of course Um, and if that's something you listener that you feel sometimes or you know that that is something that separates you or kind of stops you from wanting to get into the presence of God because you feel guilty I want you to know that God already knows yep. and I, the reason why I can say it is because there is times where I do fall and I do mess up and I just walk into the presence of God and sometimes there's this shame on me that God doesn't want us to be caring mm. and the Holy Spirit he is just so kind that he will just come in and there's times that I don't even need to say a word and he just starts ministering and again um it's so important we must be praying man there's once you start really understanding that the spirit man the spirit inside of you is real and the spirit inside of you needs the presence of god your whole perspective on life once you understand that the spiritual realm is more real than what we see with our natural eyes, everything is about to change. And I want to get into the second topic. There's only three. I'm going to try to go through these as quick as I can. (laughs) But the second one is understanding the importance of Bible verses. Bible verses is something that I like to use when I'm starting in prayer. Sometimes I'll worship. And then I'll read um, some Bible verses. It doesn't matter. It literally does not matter what Bible verse you read. The Bible itself is life. The Bible itself, any words from the scripture will activate something in your spirit. So a lot of times when we're praying, the first maybe 20 to 30 minutes is you just clearing your mind sometimes honestly i have a notepad next to me while i'm praying and random things will come to my head and so i'm there writing this down okay i need to do this later i'll call this person later and i'm making sure everything is put aside that's a good tip and sometimes i knew that they were really the enemy just trying to kind of put things on me or, or whatever ask me to do something or remind me why I messed up and I'll write this down I'll be like well thanks for reminding me that God is so good to me in this area <laughs> thank you for reminding me I need to call this person and but, then but
0: I even got to the point mm-hmm. where I'll, I'm praying and like a name pops in my head yeah. and I'll just go and send a whole voice note <laughs> and I'm just like I know that's not what yeah. God wanted me to do but yeah, yeah, writing it down but yeah. you know what after we can take care of that but yeah. this is more important which is a so, good
1: tip. again like the first 20-30 minutes is really just you clearing your mind Once you get into that state that you're literally all your focus and attention is on God, that's when you really start to press in. And Bible verses is something that helps you get there. Also, the more you know the word of God, the less you limit God himself in your life. And the more you know the word, the more God can speak to you um, about things in the word it's very hard for example it's very hard for the lord to show you that he is releasing a grace of queen esther to arise and stand before kings and make a difference in their city if you don't even know who queen esther is it's so important Hmm. bible verses are literally tools and there are strategies in prayer as well. If you're praying for your family member, if you're praying for a new job, find a Bible verse that backs it up, pray it, declare it, because now you're adding power. Now you're adding the Lord's word himself. And if you feel like maybe you feel stuck, maybe you want a word from God, do not wait for someone to prophesy to you. You have access to the Mm -hmm. most high God, Go into the presence yourself. Grab a Bible verse that fits into whatever situation you're going through and prophesy it over yourself as if the Lord is speaking to you himself because he is. The word is a part of him. The word is him. It's it's life. It's, it's connected to him. So Bible verses are extremely important. Yep. And for those leaders that pray a lot publicly, Bible verses help you to not be repetitive. I remember when I was first starting off in ministry and and starting, I remember I would always say um, Father God, Father Father God, God, Father God God, all the time. (laughs) I'll never forget one of the elders pulled me aside, and I'm very glad they did. They pulled me aside and they said, Frank, if you say Father God one more time, I'm going to (laughs) slap you. And I was just like, okay, what do you want me to do? And (laughs) he was just like, Frank, learn the different names of God, call him by those names, and use Bible verses to help you know fill those areas um bible verses consider it a soap that you use on yourself before entering to the presence of god it yeah. helps cleanse you it helps prepare you it pretty much wipes everything off and it just again it wakes up and it activates your spirit
0: and so, it, it also god values his word like he, wrote, he left it to us for a reason is, you know I feel like we'll, we'll use all these words, and then like we'll wrap it up with, like, we're two or more gathered. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, we have to get to the point where um, I also I also believe that we shortcut that process because we don't want to read the word. So it's like, oh, but it's just like, uh, I don't know the word. Yeah. Where it's like, well, you don't know the word, but you're praying to the author of the word. Mm-hmm. So do you want to correct that? <laughs> do you want to yeah. make sure that you yeah, – Because, yeah. again, it's, it's always – that's the thing, you know, this – especially this generation Mm -hmm. man the hate people are like oh this generation is the worst no every generation that lives in sin is the worst you know but the thing is this um with tablets Mm -hmm. i mean we're there's a new app every day that creates a shorter shortcut Mm -hmm. yeah it's to the point where it's like you know you don't even have to turn your phone on just look at it Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know so it's like that translates into what we do with god and we're sitting there like god here's a verse, speak now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, give me my, my abundant blessing so I can yeah. go. And we've kind of like made that a problem. So, mm-hmm. you know, applying the word of God is not only enforcing a power here in this realm, but in the spiritual realm. Yeah. And even though it's invisible to us, that word is made visible in that realm, yeah. you know, coming from our lips. So we've been given authority to enforce that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I agree with that, man. The word is essential in our prayers.
1: And sometimes the Lord will even answer you and maybe a question that you've been asking for and and it's simply in the word that he wants to lead you to yes i'll never forget there was a conversation i recently had with a young person that they were telling me um something that they felt to do regarding the ministry that they want to move from one place to another and um and i told them okay you know definitely i i respect that and i was trying to understand them better and my only question was you know what did you feel in prayer regarding this it's a great question and they're like well to be honest frank i haven't really prayed about it right and uh (laughs) i was like it's a good start (laughs) that's the thing that's the thing and i and i'm saying this because i really want to highlight this this person is trying to find out how to get closer to god but without doing the basics and I think it's so important that we go back now more than ever, especially in the times that we are living in. The Word of God helps you tune your ears to the sound of His voice. If you hear something and you're not sure if it's from God or not, if it's not biblical, it's not God. You can immediately rule it out. But it's important that we go back to the basics, and the basics are prayer, worship, and reading the Word of God. If there's any one of those three that isn't where it should be bump it up invest time into it because you're gonna see such a difference in your life there is no way there is absolutely no way i refuse to believe that you can read the word that you are worshiping god with your whole heart that you are truly pursuing him and god not respond to you that is not my god
0: he even says it if you ask Mm -hmm. if you seek if you knock i will answer
1: you know Which goes into, it kind of goes into my last and final point. And I'll just say it like this. If you are praying or in the presence of God or whatever, if you're trying to be intimate with God, if you are bored, more than likely the Holy Spirit is also bored. I'll just say it That's like that. She said I want doing. it. I want you guys to see it, and I want you to let it sink in. Yeah. If you're bored, I'm almost positive the Holy Spirit is bored. And why do I say it like that? Yeah. Because the Holy Spirit, and again, I say this over and over and over again, because I want it to be something that people truly understand, that they see Him this way. He is. A person. He is the person of God here on earth. God is so faithful that when Jesus died for us and he rose from the dead on the third day, he never left us alone. There was someone so important in this world wow. that he left to stay by our side. And his name, the name of that person is the Holy Spirit. He is you know all knowing he's everywhere he's everywhere you are he's in your heart he wants to be with you and more than anything i want you to understand and again this isn't something that you can understand with your mind it's only something that you'll truly be able to understand through your spirit that the spirit of god god himself the creator of heaven and earth the one that established everything, the one that with a sound of his voice, he was able to move mountains, that God wants to spend time with you. So that person, the person of the Holy Spirit, the more you get to know him, he has a sense of humor because I will sometimes randomly start laughing at like the dumbest things, but it, it makes me happy because I know he's happy and i feel he's happy and it's weird but it's just it's it's his person he's full of joy he's full of kindness and and he's tender and he's meek and the bible speaks so much about him comparing him to a dove like when he descends man everything in the room changes it's just like there's this majesty in the room and he's so sweet and he's so beautiful and some people even say like, well, how can you say God is beautiful if you've never seen him? Mm. And I've never seen the Lord's face, but I know he's beautiful because of the characteristics that he has. Mm. I know he's beautiful because of how he treats me, you know, in the way that he treats me. Mm. There's so many experiences and things that I went through in my personal life that if he didn't do something in me at the specific moment he did it, then I wouldn't have been able to handle the next thing that was going to come my way. He treats me with such care. He's always attentive, always faithful. Even when I'm having a bad day, he's just there. There's times that I literally wake up in the morning and I feel like he's just standing over my bed, waiting for me to get up. If you're bored in the presence of God, It could be that he is not there or he's just bored too. When you go into prayer, everyone that's listening, I'm telling you, this is going to make such a change. First of all, you have to understand you can hear the sound of his voice. Maybe it's not an audible voice, but maybe it's a feeling that you get inside of your spirit. Maybe it's this sensation that you get or a thought that you get. Uh, Sometimes, um... Praying and I'm like, God, what Bible verse should I read today? And all of a sudden I just, I see John 4 verse whatever. You know, I see it in my mind or I feel it or I'll sometimes hear like a whisper in the back of my voice. Some people call it their conscience. I call it the Holy Spirit. And ask the Holy Spirit these things. When you go into the presence of God, ask him, ask him. He's a person, he's listening to you. Tell him, Holy Spirit, What do you want me to do today? Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, good morning, Holy Spirit. How are you feeling today? What do you want to say to me? Is there any secrets that you want to share with me today? Is there something on your heart that you want to share with me? Or do you just want me to sit here? If you just want me to sit here, I'll sit here with you. Do you want me to worship you because I'll worship you and I'll exalt you? Do you want me to praise your name and exalt you over this city and exalt you over my family and situations? If you want me to praise you, I'm gonna praise you because you're good. If you want me to read the word because you wanna share something with me, you wanna give me a new revelation today, let's read the word together. What is it that you wanna do? What do you wanna do with me today? Your relationship with God should be exciting. Don't put a limit on him. Don't put the author of heaven and earth in a box. The more you get to know him, you'll see that his presence is like an ocean that has no floor to it. The deeper you go, the deeper you go, you will never, ever find a bottom to god you will never find a limit to him because the moment that you find that floor then you are god then you don't need god there is no way you can spend every single day trying to to know everything you can about god for the rest of your life and you'll never reach it because he's just god and if you knew everything and if your life was perfect then you wouldn't depend on him. And he perfectly created you imperfectly just so that you can depend on him. That's the reason why we were created. That was the reason in the beginning of the earth when he created Adam and Eve, he just wanted a place that he can spend time with his son and daughter. He just wanted a place that he can be intimate with them. That was the reason why we were created and then over these centuries and generations, we, instead of us trying to live in God's world, we're trying to put him into our world. He must be a priority. So I want to share this with you. Implement these prayer tips on making sure your heart is in the right place, on making sure you're using and knowing the word of God. Push yourself, push yourself, even if it's just a chapter a day, even if it's a verse, push yourself to read the Word of God. Even when you don't want to, push yourself. May that be a sacrifice for you to truly read the Word of God and then push yourself to make your relationship with Him exciting. Don't just leave Him in your room. Take Him in the car with you. There's times I was telling one of my friends that I get in the car and I make an act of putting the seatbelt on my passenger seat it's a physical act that i do to show the holy spirit i want you by my side there's times that the best preachings i've gotten is in my car driving and crying with the holy spirit (laughs) is me like randomly i don't know outside the line of a restaurant and i'm just train yourself to have one ear on earth And one ear on heaven. And I know that I've said a lot in this podcast. I'm sorry. If you're listening to this, you might have to hear this a couple more times. (laughs) Share it with a friend. Share it with somebody that needs it, please. But it's so important that we understand who God is and how much he loves us, how much he wants to be with us, how much he wants to bless us. It's his desire for us to be blessed. And I'm going to go over that more in detail at the Crave Night tonight watch it on youtube but before we end um mm-hmm. i know kenny you probably want to share a couple things do you want to share a couple things first and then i pray or how do you want to do it
0: you know what um i'll share at the end i think right now we'll take it i want the atmosphere is just setting us up perfectly so if you lead us in prayer and i'll yeah. share stuff at the end so
1: so father god this listener i don't know who you are i don't know where you are but the presence of god is here and i'm believing right now that this same presence in this room right now I unite my faith to your faith. I unite my faith to Kenny right now, and we believe that this same presence reaches you wherever you are. Wherever you are, I pray the next time you separate yourself to be alone with God, that his love will pour out on you, removing all insecurities, removing all doubt, removing anything that you were feeling that was stopping you from pursuing and entering deeper into the presence of God, that his love will remove any guilt or shame that you've been feeling recently, that his love will overwhelm you for you to truly understand what it means to say, I am A child of the most high God. I pray right now, God, that you activate this person that's listening. Activate their spiritual senses. Activate them to be able to be sensitive to you when you walk in the room. Be sensitive to you when you're you're trying to speak to them, Holy Spirit. Be sensitive to you when you're speaking. Be sensitive. Be sensitive. Activate their five senses now, Jesus to see you, to hear you, to feel you like never before. God, I pray that their walk with you will enter into such a place that they will enter into a transformation in their life that not only their family will see it, but the people around them will see it. God, I pray that you activate them so that their prayers will not hit the ceiling anymore, but will surpass and go through and reach your throne room. I declare... God, as your son with the authority that you have given me here on earth through the cross, God, I declare that they will receive their breakthrough. And I declare over their lives right now, the promises that you have for them, the things that you spoke to them about are not lost, have not been forgotten, Mm -hmm. but it will happen in an accelerated rate in Jesus' mighty name. The more they surrender, the more they pursue you, God, release more power, release more glory, release more grace. In the mighty name of Jesus, I bless this listener and I thank you for this listener's life, God. It's an honor to be talking about you it's an honor to be sharing this moment with you listener wherever you are i bless you in jesus name
0: amen wow um frank i want to thank you for obviously uh it's just great because every time you talk about jesus and we try to put him in a notepad he just shows up (laughs) he jumps off the pages and i think today for all those who heard this episode um just take with you the significance and the power of prayer. But not prayer that is a religious fashion or um, obligation, but of relationship of getting to know God, uh, having the word with you. Um, I love that last one of the Holy Spirit being Lord. You know, yeah. It's funny, I, I have to jump back to that just because, like, imagine, because he is a person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's amazing that like, that's something that we forget. Yeah. So imagine you pulling someone aside and sitting down in a chair and why don't you do a role play the way you pray to God with that person and see how long they last listening to you without rolling their eyes or being like, what is this, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I also realized like, a lot of with prayer is that we're so busy dragging that, like, big bag of, like, what we want. And he's like, oh, well, here they go again. They're going to come here like I'm a genie, right? <laughs> so, like, why don't you just come to me and we could talk. And as you were praying, one thing that God always, like, you know, he kind of, like, changed my prayer, I guess, uh, tactic or understanding of it was instead of me coming to the Holy Spirit and asking the Father to do what I want to do, I go to the Holy Spirit knowing that He has um, a mission, an objective, uh, something that I need to do, you know? And maybe it's a removal of something. Maybe it's something I gotta add to. Maybe something I gotta let marinate. And I think that's what also frustrates us because like while we're asking for our Christmas list from Santa Claus, so to speak, mm-hmm. God's like, right and I get what you want and what you need but the word does say seek first my kingdom right mm-hmm. not like seek what you want first and eventually my kingdom will, will show up no so I think for everyone listening um exactly what Frank said there is an effectiveness in the prayer parent guys I think he had like 10 points or something like this but <laughs> we obviously had, had to cut that but yeah. these are three vital points they're going to help you and again I advise you to to truly implement them don't just be like and another thing too I was going to I was going to ask Frank this like and you know, maybe a quick elaboration on it, but like I'm sure Frank didn't do this one day and then made it his PowerPoint prayers. It was like the like, yo, like I did I tried this last Friday and like it works, right? Mm-hmm. No, this is probably a lot of like you did it and yeah. went back, you did it, you tried it again, and you stay consistent with it and then you saw the fruit of it, you know. Yeah. I think a lot of us like will do something and it has like a percentage of like fifteen percent or twenty-five yeah. percent. Oh, just use that. Mm-hmm. But you have to power it through in order yeah. to find your unique connection and relationship with God Mm -hmm. you're gonna I'm not promoting trial and error but I'm promoting you to seek him until something grabs root until fruit is produced and you know I think that these tips the way you said them even Mm -hmm. the way you just kind of transformed in your seat you can tell that they're not just things you found on YouTube or a different pastor they're actually things that you lived and you've actually said I'm gonna do this and I love the seatbelt thing too um I've always done that with God I mean I'm not gonna lie it's recently it's been kind of different Mm -hmm. and But I've always been like, you're here with me, Mm -hmm. you know, going back to Moses, like I ain't going nowhere unless your glory comes with me, you know. And I think we need to get back to that, where it sounds kind of childish and foolish, Mm. but we already look foolish to the world anyway, because we're walking in our spirit. So I think that's something that people can really take with them today. And Frank, I know you bless my listeners today. I know that it's going to be a powerful crave night. Um, If you're listening to this, um, you're not going to hear it, obviously, on the night of, but if you listen tune into the crave night and then listen to this it's called the good old-fashioned double portion so i know that god is going to utilize this in a very unique way and wherever it needs to go um we're just trusting god god put that in my heart from the beginning you create a podcast you make the content i'll send it where it needs to go i believe this message is going to arrive directly on the lap of somebody who's desperately in need of this you're not so much like an inspirational talk, mm-hmm. but actual a change of tactic. You know, yeah. I always tell people that um, a passage in the Bible always grabs my attention is when David asked the Lord um, multiple strategies. He One worked, but he came back to him and God said, we're going to change it up. You know, I think that's the beauty of God. Sometimes we'll say, hey, sit there and be still and know that I'm God. But sometimes we'll say, you know what, that worked, but I want to see your obedience because I want to change the tactic. You know, so it's not so much trying to figure out God and trying to figure out. What his algorithm is, is just coming into his presence and absorbing who he is. And then when you leave that presence for your intimacy, that private seeking will be rewarded in public, whatever that is, the assignment is, or the love that you have to give. So, Frank, um, it's been an honor, obviously, doing this with you. I love what you said that, talking about you is an honor with Jesus, you know. And um, any last words you want to give out to anyone out there before we wrap up this episode?
1: No, it was just really hard for me to like not burst into tears. Most yeah, of is it with, um, I want easy. the listener to know that, you know, this, just as Kenny was saying, um, I've lived this and I've seen how God has just been so faithful. Um, I really, I, I mean, this podcast is my heart. I've never really shared all of this at once. Um, so please, listener, please don't take it lightly. Share it with someone that needs it and um, and just pursue God. And I'm not going to lie to you. I know it sounds like I always, you know, I'm, I always have this awesome prayer life with God and I'm always praying. There are days, and I know everybody goes through it, there are days where I do not want to to pray yep. there are times that i'm like lord i know that you know what i'm going through <laughs> so i don't want to talk about it i, I know you want to talk it. about it with me i don't want to talk are you looking about at me it. i see you looking at me i get it <laughs> are you, you're waiting for and, me to say um, and even in those moments just at least give god a moment to just if even if you don't want to pray at least meditate on him but I'm telling you, the more that you get to know God, the more you get to know the Holy Spirit, the more real He truly does become in your life. I mean, your perspective on everything is going to change. And um, so I'm excited for you. I'm excited for this listener, whoever they are. Um, And all I can say again is, like, man, God's just... The more I've done this, the more I just see how truly faithful God is. He's just so... Mm. He's awesome.
0: Hey Amen. Um, that wraps up our episode for for today. Um, if you guys have feedback, obviously through Anchor, you can leave a voice note, but also through the website now, which is hopeministries.wordpress.com, you can leave any notes, anything that you receive from this particular episode. And um, if you want to say anything to Frank directly, obviously you can follow him on Instagram, which is at Frank Palacios Jr. Correct? I'm yes, right, sir. Right?
1: Jr. I got
0: it right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also want to give a quick shout out because even though Frank and I are doing the work right now, we got some people behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, Robbie, who came up with him from Florida, yep. who's going to be joining us tonight, a part of this, yes. and doing some film work behind the scenes. You can't see him, <laughs> right? But we see him. Right. Shout out to you, Robbie. Thank you so much for, for joining us. And my girl, May, who has been doing everything, so to speak. She has been on podcasts. She has been doing a lot of stuff she's for our ministry. Blessing. And she's doing sound right now. And is got a make it sound nice and, and good for everyone out there so shout out to you too and for everyone out there guys we, we inspire you to if you do want to start a podcast or a youtube channel like my friend frank has mm-hmm. actually too um go for it um i would the only advice i would give you is let god be completely glorified on said platform and let him let everybody know mm-hmm. from the platform you've been given that he rescued you he healed you and he restored you So we love you guys. God bless you. We look forward to seeing you or hearing from you and sharing with you again. Um, It's not going to be next Wednesday. Uh, It'll be the following Wednesday. This this will be something that's going to bless your life. So we love you guys. God bless you. Until next time. You just heard the latest episode from Hope Ministries. We hope it blessed and impacted your life. If you liked it, please subscribe through either Anchor, Spotify, or any other platform you use to get your podcasts. God bless you, and we look forward to you joining us next time.